Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today, I am blessed to have Shigari Aline. How you doing, Shigari? I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, can you just kind of touch on, like, your upbringing, where you're from, and uh, eventually how you got into playing basketball? Uh, Well, I'm from the Bronx, um, and, you know, I got into playing basketball. My, My older brother started playing first, so it was something that I watched him do. Mm-hmm. And and um after you know he started that's when I you know picked it up maybe around the age of nine or ten, and um that's when I began my journey playing with different AAU teams, playing with my school teams, and you know the, pretty much the rest is history. Absolutely, and and I gotta ask you like when did you when did you hit your like big growth spurt? Like when were you like starting to get really tall? Was it at a young age, or you hit that growth spurt later on in life, or? Um, everything for me was gradual. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you eventually you you reached. Is it uh, you 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 became seven foot three? Is that correct? Correct. Wow. All right. That's awesome. And uh, so, like, take me through. You know, like playing at high school, and then you know what that was like, and then finally you get the opportunity to play at Kentucky. Just take take us through that that journey. Well, in regards to high school, um, I attended Wright High School in Harlem, which um, was um, in New York City. Basketball was the creme de la creme. It's the, it's the, um, it's the Kentuckys. It's the North Carolinas. It's the, it's the mm-hmm. groups of, of high school basketball at that at that time. Right. So, you know, it's a it's a high school team that always came in in the top top five. Every year, top top five in the country. Every year, we're sponsored by Nike, different things um, of that nature. So I was coming in, into a very um, elite program, mm. and it was, uh, and, you know, uh, during that program, it's, it's, you know, everybody gets treated the same, but you really have to work. You have you really have to work, and that's where that's where um, I was very fortunate to be a part of that program. Absolutely. And then, you know, take us through like the experience of, of playing at Kentucky. Uh, obviously, you were so blessed to you know play at the I mean, people would probably consider that the, the best basketball program in the nation. I mean, you know, they're just always at the top. Uh, they're always ranked. They're always, you know, with big names, you know, the, 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 the top high school players, you know, getting into their, their school. Just kind of t- take us through that and, uh, you know, what that journey and experience was like at, at the collegiate level. Well, first and for first and foremost, uh, what people gotta understand is I'm not I'm not bragging because I went there. I'm just mm-hmm. this is just the truth. Um, right. Kentucky is the most winning the most winningest basketball program in Division One college basketball history. They wow. have the most they have the most championships and the most wins. And I was very fortunate to be a part of that program as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in regards to me going there, um, <laughs> it was. Uh, Kentucky was always on my bucket list of schools, mm-hmm. and you know I had I had about four or five schools that um, that was my bucket list, and you know it came down to Kentucky and, and Kentucky, you know I felt Kentucky was the right fit. Right, absolutely, and um, you know you you had the privilege there. You, you know, like you said, you played there for for three seasons, um, and you know you you got to play along the likes of you know Rajon Rondo, and uh, you were under Coach Calipari. Is that correct? No, I was under Coach Tubby Smith. Okay, okay. And, uh, you know, like, just, just take us through that. Like, I mean, you know, ha- how hard you had to work, uh, you know, like, how disciplined, how many sacrifices you had to make, you know, to, to not only play at the collegiate level, but to play there for as long as you did. 
Well, like I said, it's the creme de la creme of, of um, college basketball. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, the most winningest program. Right. And they, 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 once you go there, they hold you up to a very high standard. Mm-hmm. But also the support, the support is also there too. So they're not, they're not, you know, it's not a, uh, it's not a one way street. The support is there, but they do hold you up to a high standard. If it's up to them, you got um, Kentucky. Kentucky is supposed to win it every year, right? right so right. going into that program, you're going into guys who are also um, all Americans, just like you. You're going into mm-hmm. a program where guys were also um, Mr. Basketball of their state, just like you, mm-hmm. and very you know and 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 you so therefore you have to compete but at the same time put it all together and um you know uh make your contribution to the winning tradition absolutely and um you know like obviously you had a lot of proud moments uh you know during during college but if if there was one moment that stood out above all others like what was your proudest moment of, of college to be honest with you i enjoyed the whole college experience it's mm-hmm. something that i wanted to do um, you know, when I graduated from high school, I told myself, not even way before I graduated from high school, I told myself that I did not want to attend college um, in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to go, I wanted to go away and experience and, you know, that then that's what I did. So the experiences I had in Kentucky are things that I will cherish, you know, forever. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, throughout your, your uh, high school and college journey, what was the thing that you learned the most, Shigari? Like, what was the the top thing, uh, you know, that you could say, hey, look, I learned this the most? Um, well, you learn a lot of things, especially through the mm-hmm. game of basketball. Um, you know, I, I, I really can't pinpoint it to one thing. Um, right. You learn a lot about yourself as well. I did learn that I was very um, – I did learn um, that I, you know – I learned how to deal with the pressure mm-hmm. and dealing with crunch time situations and um, just being poised, poised right. under pressure. Right. And it's something that I believe I, I already had, but it's something that that was cultivated through these programs because of the, the, the rigorous, the rigorous training that we, that we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in regards to everything else, I, I'm le- leadership. I think leadership is, a, is another thing. Um, being um, holding not only others accountable, but holding yourself accountable Absolutely. for certain things, and being, and being able to reflect, and being able to reflect and understand where you might have went wrong, because that's that's what if, if you play at a top pro at these top programs, that's what they do. Your teammates will hold you accountable. Um, it wouldn't even be the coaching staff; it'll be, it'll be your teammates. We police mm-hmm. ourselves, and right. that's pretty much what it was. Um, at, you know, at these programs, and. Um, you know, like amongst many others, I can go on and on, but amongst many others, those, those are the things, if you ask me right now, that stood out. Absolutely. And, you know, then uh, after your collegiate journey, you, you get into playing with the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, you know, well, first of all, after Kentucky, you played at Manhattan for, for a season. Uh, well, you went, did you, did you play at Manhattan or, or you attended school there for a year? I attended school there. And then mm-hmm. after that, um, I began my, uh, my, uh, I um for 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 went my um my uh I basically went to be a pro basically so uh, absolutely and um you know a- after that you you get in with the Harlem Globetrotters what was that experience like and how did that come about um yeah the Globetrotters was definitely a stop along my journey um prior to mm-hmm. that um you know I had went to training camp with the Philadelphia 76ers 
Um, yeah. After that, um, you know, I, I, um, I was also in the um, in the D League as well, and mm-hmm. um, and then the and then the Globetrotters came calling. Um, it was something mm-hmm. that I was, you know, a little apprehensive about at, at first because, you know, being someone who always competed, and that you know, com- competition and and rigorous training was at the was at the forefront it was something that i was a little opposed to at first but it also you know once i got into it it turned out to have some some qualities that that allowed me to see it in a different in a different light absolutely and what would you say like uh you know you touched on one key thing there but what would you say like the biggest difference was going from kentucky to eventually you get in with the globetrotters like what was the 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 main difference well like i said it's um with the glow trotters, it's more of a show. Mm-hmm. It, it's not actual. It's not. A, I mean, yes, it's a game, but there's also elements of um, there's elements of Broadway like there's Broadway like elements in it as well. Mm-hmm. So there's acting. There's you know entertaining the crowd. There's doing tricks. There's music. There's dancing, and there's different elements that that engage the crowd a lot more than a regular basketball game, um, which is which which includes winning and losing. Absolutely. And, and then, uh, you know, you, you had, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, from 09 to 2014, you, you played uh, either semi-pro or professional. Uh, and just talk about those experiences and, and uh, you know, like uh, about what that journey was like uh, from your perspective. I mean, it was great. Um, like whenever you get paid to play the game of basketball, it's, it's always, a, you know, a, a great experience. So um, that's something, like I said, that, you know, I've I've grown up wanting wanting to play the bas the game of basketball, and to get paid for it, it's it's uh, you know something that I'm you know that I'm grateful for. Right, absolutely, and you know, and then uh, you know after your your extensive and and you know really great career that you that you had at Kentucky with the Globetrotters, uh, you know with the season there, and um, you know then you, you get to play pro, and then eventually you get into uh, you get into like music and you get into salsa dancing. Can you talk about how the love kind of uh, construed and and came about with that? Well, um, oh, well, I can break that one by one, right? The the music. Mm-hmm. The music is something that I've I've been in love with my whole life, mm-hmm. and it's something. And I actually love music way before I love basketball. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, right. I probably like I probably enjoyed music straight out the womb, and it wasn't just mm-hmm. it wasn't just hip hop. It was because I grew up in a household that played you know all sorts of music from hip hop to old school blues to um, you know, Caribbean music to Calypso to Soca to reggae. We play, I mean, we played, we played it all. So mm-hmm. that, 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 um, combination of, of different, you know, elements of music, those different sounds I was hearing, it really shaped me in a, um, you know, it's re- really shaped me in a different way. It's something that I fell in love with early. And, right. um, you know, in regards to the salsa, I, you know, I never, I didn't dance salsa early on, but I was always a dancer. So when mm-hmm. I started dancing salsa in 2012, it was something that wasn't for, dancing wasn't something that was foreign to me. It right. was something that, you know, I just figured I'd try and it started off, it started off as a favor and it um, wound up being something that I, that I eventually, you know, loved to do. Right. Absolutely. And, um, 
you know, we, we, we touched on, uh, you know, your height earlier. You know, you stand at seven, seven feet, three inches tall. What, what was your wingspan? Uh, my wingspan was pretty, it was pretty, it was large. It was, it was, um, I don't recall at the moment, but it was, it was a pretty long wingspan. Absolutely. And, uh, th- this is kind of like a, just an interesting question. Have you ever met anybody that was taller than you throughout your journey? Yeah. I met, I met a few guys that were tall. Um, mm. yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll go off topic here, Shigari, just for a moment and we'll get back into things. Uh, recently I was named an ambassador for bodyguards against bullying. What is your message to speak out against bullying? Um, bullying's not cool. It's something that, that, mm. that doesn't belong. You know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of kids, they experience that type of thing in regards to bullying. And it's something that can really, um, depending on the individual, can really affect you for the rest of your life. And uh, go ahead. Yes. No, I was just agreeing, agreeing with what you were saying. Yes. No, absolutely. And, and it's something that I, mm-hmm. I don't think is, is, um, is needed. Is needed. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I appreciate you, uh, you know, your message on that. And, uh, you know, we'll get back into things here, Shigari. Um, so just, you know, what, what is your encouragement to the youth? Like, you know, if they, if they have aspirations of whether it be a globe trotter one day or being a professional or being a, the division one athlete that is an all American, like, what is your advice to them? How hard do they have to work? What, what are the sacrifices they need to make? You know, like, what is your uh, motivation and, and encouragement to them? Well, I mean, the first thing, first things first, you got to want it. Um, at the end of the day, you got to want it. If you're, this is not something you, you, you want to do, then it's going to be very difficult to try to, um, in, in so many words, fake the funk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to this, if you really have to want to do this. Don't do it because your friends are doing it. Don't, don't do this because you see it on TV and it looks cool and you see Steph Curry shooting shots from half court and you think you can do that too. There's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work that goes into um, these athletes and these guys, you know, performing on these high levels um, that, that you see them on. Because what you see is the is the uh, is the final product. But there's hours. Absolutely. There's, there's hours that go into there's that there's hours to go going going into um, making these performances look the way they look the way they look. Right. So that, that's, absolutely, that's, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just, you know, basically uh, in agreement. You know that, you know, anybody could say, "Hey, I want to be the next MJ or Curry." You know, it's it, it's cool to say it, but are you going to put the actions to those words? You know, anybody could say they, you know, "Hey, I want to be the next CEO or I want to be the next ball player," but like you said, what are you willing to to put into it? You know, it's a lot of hours endured. Endured. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. It's a lot of uh, sacrifices. It's a lot of failures. You know, it's. But it's like, like you said, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to take them losses and and learn from things and, and, and be in the gym, uh, you know, 24 seven, you know, whatever it takes, you know, that, uh, you know, if you, if you want it bad enough, you'll, you'll, you know, there's not a bridge you won't cross, you know. Very true. And another thing is um, those Mm -hmm. times, if if you're starting off young and, um, you know, you're accustomed to hanging to hanging out with your friends, hanging out with the girls, hanging out with the, uh, for the, for the girls, mm-hmm. hanging out with the boys. Um, that that right there um, is, is is slim to none. This journey, you'll have your time, but right. you you're gonna have to sacrifice family vacations. You're gonna have to sacrifice a lot of things if you really want to get this. Um, if you really want to achieve this goal. 
Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what, what would you say along your journey in life, uh, you know, throughout your career and just life in general, like what was a, a, a major problem or setback or roadblock that you had came across that you felt, man, I just can't get past it. And you were able to conquer and persevere. Like what, what was a time like that for you in life where you just, you thought something was just too big to get past it, but you were able to get through it. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't, I don't see things like that. Like I don't see things as, mm-hmm. as an obstacle. I see, um, right. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all encounter things that we, um, that we, you know, that aren't necessarily our strong suit. But the perspective mm-hmm. I always took to it is, is, is um, basically acquiring the knowledge that I can get over overcome the obstacle. It's all about, to be honest with you, it's all about information and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And you know, once you have that, and um, I was very fortunate to be, and to basically have number one confidence in myself, but understand that um, a lot of these things, a lot of the gifts that I have and a lot of things I, you know, that I'm fortunate to be able to be a part of mm-hmm. is not, was, was given to me. It was, it was, it was ascended on, um, ascended upon me as opposed to me just, right. just getting this by myself. And once you have that, right. you know, once you're rooted in that and you understand that, then there's not many things that you can't overcome. Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of touch on, um, you know, w- one more thing about your, your college experience. Who was the toughest person you ever had to guard or defend or like just a matchup that you knew every time when you played that school or that team or that player, you knew you were going to get everything. I mean, obviously, you know, you played so many tough schools, but if there was one person that stood out most. Like, who was the toughest person you ever had to guard during your time at Kentucky? Um, we, man, we played everybody. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. we played everybody. We played, um, we played North Carolina when they won the championship in two thousand five, and that team, that team was incredible. Um, they had beat us. They had beat us um, early in the season at North Carolina. And um, that was one. That was one team that we looked at, and we were like, "That team is tough." But you know, our, t- our team, the team that we had, we were peaking at the right time. And um, if we had kept on, we made it to the Elite Eight that year. And if we had kept on going, mm. we would have met them. We would have met them maybe in the Final Four of the National Championship that year. So I would I would say right. I, if I was to say it's, uh, I'll probably say North Carolina that 2004-2005 North Carolina team. Okay, and uh, you know since we got a true big man on here, you know somebody that really knows the center position and and has played it for so long. What what does it take? Like what makes a a, a true good big man? Like what you know anybody that's out here listening to this podcast that really wants to play the five and not just play but at a high level. What is it? What does it take? Um, well, you know, the game is evolving, right? So there's, um, there's not many quote unquote traditional big, traditional bigs, right? Before it was, you know, you had your certain positions and you had your duties at that position. Now, um, now all the positions are doing pretty much the same thing at at, at this point. However, I think, um, I do think that, um, you know, there are certain elements that you still do have to have as a big, such as mm-hmm. running the floor. And if you're playing the five, you're run, uh, running the floor, being able to post up is another thing. 
um, mm-hmm. blocking shots, another thing. <laughs> Rebounding is another thing, and, and and being able to dominate at a high level, because right. those those key components will help you dominate at the high level. Um, offensively, um, just getting um, a main move and getting a counter move. And mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're able to achieve all of, all of those things, then I think you'll have a lot of success at, at the at the five position, the center position. Absolutely, and you know you touched on so many uh, great key components there that are you know just truly important to to being a pivotal uh, and really an elite big man. Uh, you know you got to you got to do those things and not just do them, but you have to do them at a high level if you really want to dominate and take over. Um, you know what? You know what are some things we can expect to see from you here in the near future, Shigari, uh, or some things you're working on in the future? What what can we expect to see? Well, um, a few things. I uh, I was very mm-hmm. fortunate to um, you know through you know a lot of things in my life, through a lot of a lot of experiences in my life, to really come to understand um, what I'm passionate about and what I'm what I'm really good about. And as you mentioned earlier, music is one of them. So. Um, mm-hmm. I do plan on um, putting out some music once I get it all put together. Um, that's one of the things. Um, what I'm already doing is is I'm going into schools and I'm doing motivational speaking and um, I'm doing uh, different you know fundraiser basketball games and and different things of that nature um, in these schools. So you know, continuing mm-hmm. to do that and in regards to salsa, just you know dancing salsa and putting out different content um, and, you know, inspiring those to basically, you know, do, do the things that you're in, do the things that you're interested in and passionate about mm-hmm. and, and, and going forth with that lead with passion. Absolutely. And, um, you know, to touch on, you, you know, you touched on such a key thing there that you were going to go around and, and, you know, speak to the youth and encourage them and, and, you know, be, be a, a guest speaker, touch on the importance for schools and recreation centers to, to allow kids the privilege of that and the opportunity that they need to see positive role models doing great things in the community and people that have had successes in their life. Talk about the importance of well, that. Well, like I said, it's all about information. Um, mm-hmm. The information is everything. And us coming in, well, not us, but, uh, you know, those who have experience coming in and, and, mm-hmm. and giving it to the youth is very important because, as, right. as great as the teachers are, and no disrespect to the teachers at all, but mm-hmm. there's certain things that they don't know, or they're not privy, they're not privy to, or they, right. you know, there might not be a, a, a certain element or a certain mindset that not, uh, or a school of thought that they that they know of that they can extend mm-hmm. onto the students, and it's our job to go in the in the school and just. You know, like like Eminem said, kick it with them for a minute. You know, just just with them, let them know, right. give them some knowledge, and have them do with do with it as they may. Absolutely, and um, you know, it, it's so important. And like you said, you know, there's just you know some avenues that just just aren't completely covered, and and then you know you that's when the other, you know, coaches, mentors, positive role models, uh, people with success stories, whatever it may be, inspiring stories, they can come in and, you know, just fill that void per se, or, you know, offer that, that extra boost of, of encouragement to the youth that they, you know, so desperately need, uh, especially, you know, uh, you know, with our youth nowadays, they grow up, you know, whether it be broken homes or, 
you know, they're, they're in and out of the streets or whatever it may be. You know, they, they need those people that they can look up to and say, hey, you know what, this, this, this person, this lady, this man did something positive with their life. And the same community I'm from that I could do it too. Absolutely. And, that, and that's the key. They, you know, they look at, like I said before, they look at these guys and they see the final product. Um, but they don't know their backstory. Mm-hmm. And then when they find out their backstory, like, look, I, I came from these same, same neighborhoods that you came from. Mm-hmm. That, that right there is right. very, that's very inspiring. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, go ahead and finish no, your ahead, uh, thought there. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, basically, as we get ready to conclude here, I'll pass things over to you, Shigari. Uh, if there was anything, any final words of encouragement, anything that we didn't get to touch on that you wanted to talk about uh, just in this final moment here, uh, what, you know, what, you know, I'll put it over to you and you just kind of, you know, lead the direction as, as you see. Um, well, like I said, I've, I've been in life. I've been very fortunate mm-hmm. to uh, find out um, what I'm very passionate about. And, and that's one thing that I've, I've chosen to do with my own life is lead, lead with passion. Um, um, mm-hmm. You know, the salsa, basketball and music are three things that I'm very fortunate to have uncovered in my life. And I do notice, I do notice that when you do lead with passion, you know, they always say, um, if you do what you, what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that statement, although cliche is very true. So I would, I would, um, I would just extend that to the youth and just let them know that, you know, if you're passionate about something, go after it, regardless of uh, what, what others might say. Um, and mm-hmm. just be open, be open to, be open to um, input. Be open to input, right. be right. open to different schools of thought, be open, be open to different uh, mindsets. Because that's 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 all in the growth. That that's what causes growth. Absolutely, it, it's very true. You know that you got to be you know humble. You got to be uh, with the right attitude. You got to be coachable. You got to be able to take constructive criticism. You got to be able to take uh, knowledge and insight and wisdom from people that have experiences, true experiences in life. You know that can that can help you. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely. And, you know, again, Shigari, I, I truly appreciate, you know, all your knowledge, your insight, your encouragement and motivation. You know, you, you truly have a, an amazing journey uh, in life and, and with sports. Um, let people know where they can keep in contact with you, Shigari. Um, in regards to social media, I'm on social media. Uh, Shigari Elaine, mm-hmm. S is in Sam, H-A-G-A-R-I, A is in Apple, two L's as in Llama, E-Y, M is in Nancy E. And on... Um, and on on IG Instagram, I'm seven footer for life. So the word seven, the word footer, F O O T E R, the number four life, um, on IG. And you could you know uh, you can reach out to me on that and holler at me on those platforms. All right, perfect. And uh, you know, again, thank you so much for you know all your words of encouragement and and uh, you know you have such an inspiring journey. And you know, I know that it, this isn't the end of it. You have so much more in store. You know, with uh, whatever endeavor that may be. And, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but, uh, you know, health and prosperity and, and, you know, may you be safe during this time. Most definitely. I definitely appreciate it. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, again, this is Bubba's bodyguard podcast available on all major podcast platforms. Again, Shigari Ali, or excuse me, give, give me the last name one more time. Cause I get a little, no, it's all good. Aline. 
Aline. Okay. I was trying to, uh, you know, make it a little more complex than what it was. Uh, so again, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch. All right. All right? Thank, Thank you. you so much. All right.